What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you or a loved one needs help with addiction, you can reach out to my phone number. That number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Or if you or a loved one is struggling, reach out for help. Do not wait. Um, really quick before I even get into this episode, if you could rate this podcast, if you're listening to it on Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever the case may be, if you could rate it, um, usually there will be a, a place where you could rate through one through five stars. If you could rate it, I'd really appreciate it. that helps get the message out there to others that need to see it, gives it a little boost. And I'd really appreciate that guys. Uh, love you guys. I will continue to be here. I'm not going anywhere. I love making these episodes because I want to give you guys value and help you overcome this shit, overcome this addiction, whatever is going on in your life that is making you want to use. So today on today's episode, what I actually want to talk about was how to overcome cravings. Like what does that process look like? And, you know, just think about what a craving is. Basically what a craving is, first off, they're normal. It's it's 100% normal when you're struggling with an addiction for a long time and you're maybe at the beginning of recovery. Maybe you got a year in recovery. Maybe you have a month. Shit, maybe you got five years. Cravings are absolutely normal. Now, the level in which you're experiencing your craving is going to vary from person to person. And basically what a craving is, it's an indication of wanting something that you feel like you're missing. Obviously, when you're sober, whether you have an hour or a day and you're going through withdrawals and you have cravings, it, you want to experience the effects of using. When you have an urge, your mind is wanting to itch it's like a scratch that demands to be uh, – it's like an itch that demands to be scratched, so to speak, you know? And cravings can be really fucking intense if you're dealing with opioids, benzos, alcohol, meth, cocaine. doesn't really matter what it is. Whatever your flavor is, when, when that craving comes, it can be really hard to – it can be really difficult to get out of that mind frame because basically we are stuck in a thought loop. We are feeding – ourselves, not just the physical craving of wanting to use, but, but the mental and emotional attachment to, we think that drugs alleviate what's actually happening when in reality, it just makes our situation worse. And that's how this thought loop, physical loop continues to happen over and over again. Addiction is just one big loop and we are funding our own misery. So how do we break out of that? How do we break out of the craving and is it forever? I, I do not believe that cravings are forever. I refuse to believe that shit. I, I know it because I've, I'm living it. I haven't had serious cravings to use in, in probably six years. And it's not because I'm special. It's not because I'm amazing at staying sober. Listen, I've made more mistakes than anybody in recovery. You know what I mean? The, the one thing, one of the few things that I've gotten right is that I just haven't picked up in nine plus years. So but I refuse to buy into the the notion that once you're an addict, you, you know, you're always going to have these urges and, and cravings to use. 
Um, I know it not to be true, not just in my own story, but many others. So let's think about it, right? Basically, the first thing that you got to do, and I'm talking about on overall scale, like cravings as a whole, not just like in your immediate day, but like, what do we need to do? First off, we need to figure out what the fuck is going on, figuring out why do you use What are the reasons? What are the triggers? What are the things that make you want to use in the first place? And this changes from person to person. It really is a personal story. Um, We all have our reasonings, right? Like for, you know, for myself, I think a big part of why I wanted to use was I was very angry as a kid. And, you know, I think a big part of that was my father passing when I was young. You know what I mean? I talk about this every now and again, that my dad passing definitely played a bigger part than I realized. I just, I didn't know it at the time. I didn't understand why I was so angry at things or, or why I was just so erratic, rambunctious, always taking risks. And I, and I think it was because I was just trying to get outside of myself, you know, and I think it played a big part in, I felt like I wasn't enough because I didn't have a father growing up and I saw my, you know, a lot of my friends had a family in a normal setting growing up. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, I don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, why don't I get a father? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this about? You know what I mean? So that definitely played a part in my using among many other things, but you have to figure out, and I wouldn't do this alone. I'm just telling you the process here. You need to figure out why you use, you got to solve that problem. It's a problem that can be solved. You, you need to figure it out. Is it anxiety? Is it trauma? Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it your environment and your social circle? You know, the people that you, that you hang out with, that's a big one. Is it, you know, things from your past that you never dealt with and now you use drugs and alcohol to cope? It could be all the above, right? Everybody's, everybody's reasonings are going to differ, but we need to figure out why it is that we use. At least this is very helpful. It's very helpful to know why you do something. Once you have the information to know why you do something, you can then move forward on how to figure out what to do when those triggers come up or and how to solve that problem. For instance, if anger is your issue, well, you need to figure out healthy coping mechanisms to deal with that anger or you need to change your perspective on what is making you so angry in life. A lot of life is about perspective and, you know, or if it's like anxiety, right? Let's say you have a drinking problem. You drink because it calms your anxiety. You have social anxiety and then it turns into a big drinking problem. What are some healthy ways that you could deal with your anxiety? What are some different tools that you can adapt to overcome this problem that's in your life? Do you have trauma from your past? And a lot of us do. A lot of us have some type of uh, trauma, some type of pain when we were younger or growing up, we developed these belief systems in our head that aren't necessarily true, but you buy into it and it causes a lot of pain. Is there self-sabotage in there? So I'm not telling you that you need to figure this out on your own. I think that it's smart to, to work with a professional, whether it's, you know, going to see a therapist, working with a, with a recovery coach, going to 
AA meetings or NA meetings and going through the steps that can kind of, you know, transcend who you are. And, and a lot of it is about figuring out why we do what we do, diving into the shit from our, from our past and, and not live there, not living in our past, but digging up the skeletons and figuring out, okay, how am I going to move past this? Because this is something I haven't really worked on and it's causing me to drink. It's causing me to drug. It's causing me a lot of pain emotionally, mentally, spiritually, which is one of the triggering, um, it's triggering my want to use. So that's number one It's figuring out why you use solving that problem, figuring out what you can do to solve that. Number two, is creating habits that optimize growth in your life. This is non-negotiable. This is something that everyone really must do. This is what I this is what I go over with people in my coaching program. You're you're going to create we are going to create habits for you that is going to change your life. There's no two ways about it. You, you you're either moving forward in life or you're moving backwards. So stagnation is moving backwards. So we need to create habits that not just work on, on ourselves mentally, right? But physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. What do you what is it what does your life look like on the whole? What do you want out of your life? You know what I mean? How are you how are you optimizing your life right now? And if you're not, if you're just staying stagnant or you're moving backwards, then you're not gonna feel good about yourself. We you're only as good as your habits. The reason that you are in this position where you are now, and I don't care if you're a CEO of a million dollar company, I don't care if you're homeless on the street, the only reason why you are in the position you're in today is because of the habits that you've been utilizing for on a daily basis for the last five years. You're basically the sum total of your daily habits from the last five years and your mindset and your belief system. So you need to create daily habits on, on an everyday basis that are non-negotiable, that are going to make you feel, it's not even just about feeling good. It's, it's just about becoming the person that you always wanted to be. Think about when you look up to somebody that you admire, how do they live their life? How do they act? What type of habits do they have? Do they look good physically? The answer is yes, of course. Everybody and their mother knows that we should be working out. Everybody knows that not taking care of our body is the biggest disrespect to yourself and to your people, to the people that love you. When you disrespect your own body, you're disrespecting not just yourself, but everybody else. Because how are you going to say that you love anybody else if you don't love yourself, if you're not taking care of your body? So creating habits, aka working out every day, non-negotiable, or at least maybe if it's not every day, at least start small and, and maybe, you know, four, four times, four times a week, whatever, go for a walk outside for 20 minutes. Like it, it doesn't take much to start guys. I'm not saying you need to go beast mode in the gym right away, but you got to work out. Working out is huge. It's self-love. It's self-care and love ain't lies. And I love you guys. So I'm going to fucking give it to you straight. Got to work out. Um, so physically working out mentally, things like meditation, quieting the mind down, right? 
getting to a place where you where you're just being you're not you're not living in thought all day long you're 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 breaking up that pattern you're it's like a pattern interrupt you know that's kind of how i look at meditation you're interrupting the pattern of your thoughts and you're not becoming your thoughts you're separating from your thoughts very important meditation is huge journaling at night reading books personal development growing as an individual the wisdom in books is like the is like the the universe is it's like the wisdom of the universe people that write books aren't doing it from a perspective of lack of knowledge it's because a lot of them know what they're talking about there's so many books out there that it's like it's like it's like tips from the smartest people in the world why wouldn't you utilize that and i know a lot of people it's not exciting it's like oh well that's boring it's like yeah well you know what it's not even that it's boring you just got to find things that match your vibe you know what i mean if you get into a book and you're 30 pages in and you you're not connecting with it then maybe it's not the book for you the whole point is that you can learn from people that you actually connect with that you understand where they're coming from and you want to learn what they have you know this is available to everybody guys and if you say oh well fuck it i don't like reading great download audiobook you can listen to books i do that quite a bit i do that every every morning after i go on my daily run and after my meditation i'll listen to an audiobook at some point um in the morning while i'm cooking you know while i'm cooking my breakfast stuff like that um also like another daily habit that has been really helpful to me is just giving myself 20 minutes every single day where i'm writing down ideas thoughts stimulating your mind thinking about what type of problems you want to solve thinking about if I had the confidence to do anything, like like what would I do? Just just spewing out ideas that come to you. And I do this when I'm in a high frequency state. I do this in the morning when it's quiet, when it's still outside and, and the world hasn't really woken up yet and it's interrupted, uh, you know, before I go even step out into the real world. I want to get my thoughts down on paper and when i'm in a high frequency state after i've exercised and gone for my little 20 minute run and after i've done my meditation and after i've taken my cold shower and that's when i start writing and you'd be amazed when you get into a high frequency and you get into a place where it's just quiet outside the world is still is very still there's not a lot of activity going on man you get some fucking nice little downloads. You know what I mean? You, you just got to give your, you got to really put yourself in a position to look at things differently. And a lot of times we don't do that. We fall into the rhythm of life and we don't step back and try to do things differently and look at it from a different point of view. And so anyway, writing ideas uh, has been very beneficial to me. And a lot of things have come up for me that I'm like really excited to to try and things I already have implemented. And, and um, so that's another thing. Now, what I also want to talk about is number three 
is chasing a worthwhile vision, chasing a goal, chasing a vision that, that you truly are excited about. And the reason why this is last, the reason why this is the third thing is because if you follow this pattern here, and I'm not saying that this is going to happen to you overnight, right? But if you figure out why you use and you solve those problems or at least like at least temper those triggers and really have a good handle on it and then you start to to create daily wins I, you know number 2 like when i said like create habits that optimize growth that that's fucking stacking w's that's what your daily process looks like stacking w's creating the person that will not be denied you know, those non-negotiable habits that you cannot miss on your wake up time, going to the gym, reading, meditating, journaling, eating healthy like this shit is non-negotiable. This does not get negotiated. You have to do these things. And, and, and at first you might struggle with these habits, right? Because it's new. And this is why working with a coach joining something like my program or going to meetings, getting around people in the gym. You got to you got to swim in this shit. You got to get around people who are doing these things and really implement this in your routine. But once you do those two, right? Once you have the habits down, then you get to a position where you're thinking clearly. You your confidence is is growing like rapidly. You feel different as an individual. And now all of a sudden, you could start to think about a worthwhile vision. You could think about goals that you really want to accomplish. And when you have these daily habits stacked and you start to feel differently about yourself, you start to believe that you can actually do it. Now, when you're first coming off a bender and it's fucking day two for you and you're coming off a huge cocaine bender from the last month or two years or five years, whatever the case may be. You're not going to, you're probably not going to have a worthwhile vision or a goal in mind. Or, and if you do, you're not going to have the confidence to actually execute. So, the whole point is to have something in your mind, in your vision that you truly want to accomplish, that you really want to impact, that isn't just a task, right? It's not like a little goal that doesn't mean anything to you. It's like you're you're going to enjoy not just the obtainment of the goal, but the process of the goal. Chasing something that is so worthwhile that in the process of it, you get fucking lost in it. It's what I'm doing literally right now. Like before this podcast, I'm like like shit, I got to put this out tonight because the episode, I have to put an episode out tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, I'll go in for 15 minutes. It's 19 minutes in. And I, and like, you get into a flow state, <laughs> you have to do things that this is a part of my worthwhile process. You know what I'm saying? This is the this is the process for me. This is the journey for me that I'm excited about. I want to help people get sober. And so when I'm doing that, when I'm in flow state, when I'm working with a with a client one on one, when I'm making a video on TikTok that people get value from, and I and I see that, like I I enjoy that. That's 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 joy for me. I like that shit. And the whole point 
or you know, when I'm making this podcast, another thing that puts me in flow state, I forget time exists. I'm not thinking about my issues. I'm not thinking about like other shit that's going on in life. I'm just here in the moment. You have that. You have that something in you. Now, we need to figure out what that is and it might take some time and that's okay. But you gotta, you gotta, it takes work guys. That's the thing, right? The whole, this whole podcast, how to overcome cravings and, you know, in sobriety, in recovery, we need to put in the work. Like that's just what it comes down to guys. There's no other way around it. There's nothing more frustrating for me when people contact me and, you know, they want, they want to know how to get sober. And then I fucking tell them and then they're like, yeah, but I, but I don't want to do that. I'm like, fuck what you want. <laughs> fuck you, fuck what you want. I don't care what you want. You're asking me how to turn your life around. I'm giving you the answers. Like, you know, there's so many different routes, right? And when and when you give someone a route and they say, nope, I don't want to do that. And I go, okay, how about this over here? And they're like, nope, I don't want to do that either. I'm like, bro, you're fucking, you're out of your mind. This is why. <laughs> what is happening right now, this dialogue – like this is why you're in this position. It's because you're worried about what you want to do. I'm telling you what works. You know what I'm saying? And giving you different routes. You guys, it takes work. We got to be willing. You got to be open-minded and willing to do the work. And I'm telling you it will pay off. I'm telling you, you don't have to live your whole life craving drugs and wanting them. It's no way to live. We're addicted to a lifestyle that really sucks. And it's just because we adopted a belief system when we were younger at an earlier time that we thought solved our problems. And then later we found out they really didn't. So really you got to look back and be like, damn, maybe I have to do some things that I don't want to do, but it's going to optimize my life. And you got to have faith in that, right? If you want your misery back, you can always have it. But I truly don't believe that if you really, if you really want to get sober, and you put the work in and you start working with an individual, you go to meetings, you go to treatment or you do all the above and you really want it, you can fucking have it. You will have it. It's a matter of time, you know? So this is what I got for you guys. You know what I mean? This is this is how we overcome cravings. Really, a craving is just you're, you're, you're attached to the solution Whatever's going on in your life, when you have a craving, you're attaching that thing, that craving, the reason why you want to use, you think it's going to solve the problem. But you need to understand that drugs and alcohol are no longer solving your problems. Otherwise, you would have never tried to get sober in the first place. The reason why you want to get sober is because you know intuitively that it's not good for you anymore. You know? And a lot of times we get caught up in the past life on, on the good old days. We romanticize what using used to look like. And we get caught up in that thought process like, oh, shit, that works, right? Like this coping mechanism works. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work anymore. You know, it did for a while when you were younger and then in the maybe the experimental phase, right? But we're at the point now where it's like, yeah, but this is played out. It's not really working like how I used to, like how it used to work for me. And so 
it's time it's time for us to put the work in you know what i mean the work instills the worth always remember that and that's a part of number two is building the daily habits when you start to put in work on yourself and really start to implement daily habits it restructures your mind it restructures your self-worth because you become proud of who you are that's the whole point of recovery anybody can get sober and just dry up and not transcend who they are not become a better individual but that's not going to leave that's not going to lead to contentment like that's not going to lead to fulfillment and that's the whole point here the whole goal is to be fulfilled in life and that's what we were chasing with drugs that's what we were chasing with alcohol we're really trying to fill a void we're really trying to get fulfillment out of an external substance but that's not really what fulfillment is we mis- we made a mistake we made a mistake by thinking that pleasure was fulfillment that's what drugs and alcohol give you they give you that immediate pleasure but it will never lead you to true fulfillment because fulfillment and contentment comes from within and that comes from putting in putting in the work being at peace with yourself not living with regret not having shame being a person of integrity of pride being someone who's fucking honest who doesn't have anything that they're hiding from anymore. Think about all the shit that I just said. None of it is congruent with addiction. In addiction, we isolate, we hide, we lie, we manipulate, we cheat, we steal. We're not living our truth. We don't have integrity. We can't possibly have integrity when we're fucking ourselves over. It's self-sabotage. So that will never lead to fulfillment ever. You can't. And that's why we chase it over and over again. Once we start to feel like shit about ourselves, we got to drink again. Got to fucking knock another one back. Got to pop another pill. Got to do another line. Fuck that shit. So played out. (laughs) You know, just even speaking about like nothing, nothing about that lifestyle. I've smashed the idea that that is enticing. There's nothing enticing about it. And I'm walking living proof that You do not have to live with cravings for the rest of your life. You have to refuse that thought. Like, do not ever buy into that. I feel like if you accept that as a reality, you're fucked. Like, you're halfway in the bag. Do not accept that as a reality. If you believe that right now, slap yourself for real. Um, That's I'm going to end on that. That's exactly where I'm going to end. Um. If you or a loved one needs help, you guys are looking for group coaching. If you need resources for treatment, whatever the fucking case is, give me a shout, guys. 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. I got a lot of love for you guys. There's a way better life for you out there. And it, and it certainly ain't going to be found in the bottle, whether it be the pill bottle or the alcohol bottle. It ain't going to be found there, you know? That's where your dreams end. So much love, guys. I will see you on the next one.